Welcome to my podcast. My name is Andre Tyson. Today, I'm going to just touch on um, just one particular topic that's um, trending right now. And that's the baby formula uh, shortage. And, um, you know, everybody right now is just freaking out that they don't have access to um, food for the baby. And so, you know, naturally, everybody's just freaking out. That's why I choose this song. I mean, it's not funny, but this is another prime example of just, um, we just have to do a much better job at um, thinking of all the different circumstances and situation that arise or may arise. And um, what do you do? You know, how would you overcome that particular situation? And it's always good to have a plan B or plan C. Um, I know moms um, all around the world, you know, they're used to having baby formula. And, um, you know, it's convenient. It's easy. Uh, Supposedly, it's all the things that the baby needs. However, baby formula hasn't been around forever. Uh, there were times when, you know, us human beings had to survive another way, you know. Um, but then again, I know that when a mom have a child or more than one child, they would actually breastfeed the baby. And so the idea is that, you know, some mom would breastfeed for a couple months. Um, I think probably the longest is close to a year. And... Uh, there's a lot of nutrient and everything that they act- the baby need in that particular formula. So it's important. And then all that milk that's built up in the breast, obviously it needs to go somewhere. And for a lot of moms who are in the workplace, after like a couple months, they're back to work. So usually they either have a breast pump that they would either pump the milk before they go to work or while at work, if they feel like their breasts start leaking, then they would have to pump and um, basically save that milk so that the baby will have uh, food um, to eat. And obviously, that's the food that's going to sustain the baby because it has all the things that the baby need. And it shows over time that basically... Um, all the different sickness and health issues that the baby might have in the long run is lowered when the baby actually um, is breastfed. So what happened before there was any baby formula? I mean, how did the baby survive? Well, you know, growing up, I didn't get baby formula. I was talking to my mom about this. And so, you know, they, they had stuff that they had to do. Um, where sure the baby can't eat like the food that the grown up eat, but what would they do? So they're like certain type of food that they'll make for the baby, whether if it's cereal, um, or oatmeal, porridge, um, there's different food that you'd basically boil and you crush it and you probably put uh, butter on it and you basically would feed the baby. And I have um, experienced that. Like 
when my son was a couple months old he didn't like the baby formula and I tasted it and it had this weird taste so I can see why he didn't like it it may be in a chef you know I, I know how to make a couple different things so then I start to improvise and so what I'll do is I'll basically take like um, avocado um, pumpkin um, banana um, potatoes sweet potato regular potatoes and I'll steam those and so I'll steam it and I'll also use ripe banana a green banana also boil the green banana and so I'll either crush those um, like I'm making um, mashed potato and I'll feed it to him and lo and behold he basically just loved that stuff and then if I was making a bottle then I'll do um, avocado um, banana um, sweet potato and then I'll blend it up with coconut milk and that would be his food and it was very filling and now <laughs> my son is like almost seven going at nine he's super smart um, he's very active um, there's nothing like you know in terms of health wise that you know he's affected with he's a healthy baby but it was good that i was able to improvise on you know making different stuff so he can survive because i didn't know what else to do because he just wouldn't um eat the baby food so i'll get like all the little um you know apples or peas um all the different baby food that you can think of that's in the baby um, jar bottle I'll basically take it out and trying to feed it to him and he would not eat it for some reason just refuse it so I had to do that and I would imagine that all the kids that survive that are now thriving obviously they had to get some kind of food from somewhere they would have to figure it out but um, I think what has happened now is you know we become lazy uh, we're so used to the system and so what would have happened over a period of time that we've actually seen it now, thanks to COVID, is that we've become so used to all these different services and things and we forgot to be creative. And so when anything goes wrong, you know, it's like that part of her brain now, you know, going to that, okay, mayday, mayday, what do I do? You know, start to freak out, like, how do I fix this? Or, okay, this is not working. What do I do? And I think um, this would be a great ex learning experience to say, okay, you know what? We can't be so much dependent upon the system because should it fail in whatever area that it fails, you know, how would we then overcome that particular situation? And this is a great example to say, hey, you know what? Okay, so there's a shortage. How do I improvise? What things can I um, put in to cover for that lack? And I think now would be a great time for people to think of, okay, what can I do um, in terms of making baby food um, that's healthy, that's nutritious? Because a lot of that stuff that they have for the babies is very processed. So obviously it's not natural. It's not something that you can say, okay, gosh, it's coming directly from the source. 
because like all the stuff that a baby eat like um that that is rich in iron and protein um enzyme those are the things that actually come from the plant like uh red peas or beans um spinach and i know uh kids doesn't always like that stuff because it has that weird taste but um a lot of stuff if you steam it or um you basically make it more um tasty then they're more inclined to want to eat it um and i think also too when the kids started getting older the more stuff we do then they follow along so if we start eating a lot of fruits and vegetables obviously they're going to want to follow us but if we're not eating those fruits and vegetables and then we're trying to get them to eat it obviously they don't want to eat that stuff because they're looking at us like if you're not eating it why should i eat it you know but yeah i think this is a great uh learning experience for a lot of people and i think a lot of people are going to try to improvise and trying to basically think of ways to be creative another thing too that i was thinking about was um diapers um people growing up they didn't even know about diapers like that also uh, um uh, a thing that happened like over like a couple years ago but before that they had like these disposable cloth that they would use like baby cloth and so when the baby would poop or pee uh some of the the stuff they would do they would either um take that same cloth wash it um put it out in the sun to dry and they'll reuse it again they didn't have like you know things where they're gonna go um get diaper where you're gonna basically go to the store and buy like uh 30 pack uh 50 pack 60 pack of diaper that you can use those were the the way in which they would actually use those cloth on the baby and all those baby that experienced or got those treatment they're doing fine they're healthy you know they're not any less um healthier than everyone else it's just that given that time period in time uh, people had to improvise on the different things that they had to use because obviously technology wasn't um, that advanced where they had all these different things but I think over time we've gotten so comfortable and we've actually lost that creativity that okay what do I do if this happened how can I put a plan in place? And I think this is a great example to teach us like what other things can we learn to do so that way if this part of the system um, breaks down or uh, we have a, a stoppage, how can you overcome that particular situation? Um, so yeah, I think that, um, I mean, obviously they'll fix whatever um, is going on and, and um, get it back to where it needs to be. And if someone like purposely went out of their way to actually cause a shortage because they want to basically drive up demand so they can make a lot of money, then obviously that's wrong. It's almost like the same thing with gas price. Like, you know, goes up, it goes down. And you're thinking like, why would the price of gas um, been like fluctuate where it's, you know, it could be $3, $4, $5 over five dollars in some state and then you're thinking like okay well if less and less people was driving you know that mean that the price should go down 
And there's all these different things that's going on. And, you know, some people are always trying to point a finger over here. It's this, whatever. But at the end of the day, I think it's a consumer that suffer. Um, while all these guys are making a ton of money, the ones that are in charge of the supply. Uh, the other thing I wanted to take some time out to is just to um, give an update on just what I'm doing right now. Um, I'm in the process of releasing uh, my second book. Um, the goal is five. And I think that we're moving along and trying to see if we can get uh, these five books down and just to, to build that collection and that way people have a different variety of different books they can choose from by the end of the day these books that i'm actually um thinking of publishing you know when you read them obviously um you walk away feeling a sense of uh motivation um you know something you can relate to and it's just um a sense of being because every topic or Whatever the book is on, I think it's the relate the relatability because uh, most of the things that I choose to, to speak on or talk about, it's derived from conversation that I have with different people. So it wasn't just like, oh, I'm just going to think about this and I'm going to write a book on this. No, I have conversation. We go back and forth. You know, sometimes even debate on different topics and concepts. So everything that's written down in the book, it's it's conversation that that is already had. And so when people read it, that's why they have that really tight connection because they're like, hold up, I can definitely relate to what he's saying here. Some people might disagree, but at the end of the day, it's something that um, you can definitely say, okay, I can see how you'll think this way or whatever the case may be. So that's kind of what I'm actually working on right now. Uh, I'm also developing a website that I'm going to put all my books. Um, I'm also thinking about creating some canvases. Uh, so that way people can actually, um, you know, whatever image for this particular book or cover that you might see. And you're like, wow, this would be nice to, to be in an office building, a school or even your home. That now you'd have access to purchasing one of those canvases that I'm actually thinking of basically um, blowing up. So uh, just some things I'm working on right now. And then hopefully everything's definitely work out. Um, I don't really have a specific time frame. It's just, you know, the, the people that I'm working with is just trying to maintain that relationship and just make sure everyone's on the same page in what we're trying to do. And so when everything is completed, then sure enough, I'll let everyone know. But again, I'm just so grateful for my sponsor uh, that um, is so generous in making sure that, you know, my content, um, you know, not only get played on all these different platforms because they're the one who um, distribute my, my, um, my episode or my podcast in different region. But at the same time, too, they gave me a platform where I feel like I can, I can express myself. I can showcase some of my work. And I'm forever grateful for this opportunity. Um, this is probably like the second time in my life where I felt like um, I can, you know, tap into my creativity and really bring out the best there is to offer. 
And I think, you know, sometimes when I'm talking to people, they're shocked, um, you know, because again, I'm trying to be humble as much as possible. But then sometimes, you know, when I try to explain to, um, you know, friends or coworker, what is it that I do, then they're just blown away. And I don't try to share with too many people because that way I don't want it, want it to come off like I'm, I'm boasting or I'm bragging, but it's just that, you know, I try to utilize my time and my creativity. So that way, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to feel like I give my best, you know, not just sit around, watch TV and just like waste so much time. But how can I use this time wisely? Because I know we're all here for a limited amount of time. So what are some things that I can do or make that, you know, years to come, I can look back and said, wow, I use my time wisely and I can create a legacy, not only for myself, but for other people can uh, also enjoy and um, be inspired and um, be motivated too. So that's all I have to share for today. Um, but before I go, where would I be if it wasn't for my listeners? Um, you guys have been very supportive, even at times where, you know, I might have like up to 70 listeners. Um, it goes up and down. Um, you know, I work uh, two jobs. You know, there are times where I want to do this full time. But right now, there's a bunch of stuff that I'm working on that would basically create more time for me to make more episode so that way there's not that big gap but I'll try to use those times wisely so I can drop more episode where you guys feel like I'm more um, connected and um, I have a lot more episode that I want to do but again it's just my schedule and taking the time out to really um, put the episodes together so that way when I do record an episode you know that um, it's well thought out it's well prepared so you're getting the best and not just something that I just think of at the last minute so I just want to let you know you guys know my listeners and you know those guys have supported me that I appreciate you and I'll see you on the next episode